welcome to the Fueled by Joy podcast. I'm your host, Josh Michaelis, and I invite you to join us for an in-depth look at the working dog, from coonhounds to retrievers, pointing dogs to stock dogs, and everything in between. So come with us as we give you an inside look into canine nutrition, as well as the owners, handlers, and animals that make these sports so special. So tune in and enjoy, and as always, get fueled by joy. Fuel your dog with confidence. Fuel them with power. Fuel them with Joy High Performance 2618, made with the highest quality of ingredients, with beef being the first. Our key ingredients, omega-3 and 6 fatty acids, glucosamine and chondroitin, vitamin E and zinc, will have your dog's coat looking healthier than ever, healthier joints, and a stronger immune system. Not only will your dog have more confidence in the field with our high performance, but you can rest assured that you are feeding your dog a top quality food, knowing that all of our products are 100% American made and our brand has gone over 75 years without any recalls. Fuel your dog with confidence. Fuel them with Joy High Performance 2618. Call 800-245-4125 or visit our website, joydogfood.com, to find a dealer near you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode two with Frank and uh, Rob Giddings. Uh, We've got some great feedback on the first episode. We really appreciate everybody listening. Uh, remember to uh, give us that five-star rating on iTunes and Spotify whenever you listen to us. Make sure and subscribe. That's how uh, people can find the podcast, and that's how the algorithm works. I know. It's weird. But uh, I was going to do a great big long intro and, and do a bunch of other stuff, but everybody's clamoring for this. So without much further ado, let's pick it up with Frank uh, talking about uh, how Sackett Jr. came about. And so uh, we're just going to get right into it. Was operator for a male pup. Okay. Well, her brother, she had five pups and lost two of them. <clears throat> she raised two females and a male. And uh, well, he called me one day and he said, he lived about a couple hours north of me. And he said, you want to meet over there and I'll bring you your pup. And I said, yeah, that's fine. So went up and he had a female pup there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, well, I was supposed to get the male. And no, no, he said, you get the female. I'm keeping the male. So that, that was the last time that I made a pup deal. Yep. And, uh, Following year down to Walker section of Bellevue, Michigan, we we got there and there was a crowd of people around over there and I, you know, wonder what's going on. And I walked over there and uh, Ernie was standing in the middle of all them people and uh, had this young dog there on a lease. And a friend of mine, Roger Williamston, was standing there and he was trying to buy the dog. And uh, I said, what's going on, Rod? And he said, well, I've tried to buy this young dog. I offered him $2,000 for him right there off the lease, but he won't sell him. I looked, and I seen Ernie, and I said, "Uh, is that that pup off a sacket? And he said, yep. So I don't know how long it was after that. He called me up. Ernie did. 
and said, uh, you'd be interested in buying this young dog. I think his boy got some problems or something. Mm-hmm. And I said, what do you want for him? He said, $3,000. And I said, whoa. Oh, I said, well, I'm not going to buy him without looking at him. And he said, I'll, uh, I'll meet you down there. And he said, you, we got a hunt up here in a couple of weeks and you just take him down and hunt him to the, he said, was you coming up to the hunt? And I said, yeah. Well, I brought him home and hunted him. Went up to the hunt that night up there. And you got to understand, this is the northern Michigan. These, are, these old boys are rough now. Yeah. <laughs> they work in the woods. And we drive back this old lane back through there. And there's an old uh, log shack that they'd made where the hunt was. Yeah. So we walked in and... and uh, <clears throat> I called Ernie and told him I was going to take the dog. I said, make sure, I just make sure his paperwork's all up to date, so on. Went in, and they had an old plate table there. We sat there, and I, I started painting for the dog, and this one guy said, uh, man, you got to be ignorant. <laughs> and I said, what? He said, you got to be ignorant. He said, I got a good dog out there. I'll sell you for $300. Hmm. Oh, I got Ernie paid anyway, and we draw yeah. it out. So I draw it out with that guy. We went out there, and I skinned him pretty good. And uh, we come back in, of course, this, this guy was, he was a nice guy, but kind of a blowy type guy. Oh, yeah. And uh, we come back in, and here all the people watching. You know, I forget his first name, but he said, they said, what happened? How bad did you beat him? The guy looked around and he said, you know what? Somebody said, what? He said, that guy's a lot smarter than I thought he was. <laughs> <laughs> People don't understand now. $3,000 back then was a lot for a dog. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. Uh, uh, the Sackett Jr. Uh, was easy to train. And my son sitting right here beside me. Yes. Had a boy he went to school with. They hunted him quite a bit. Now, when he was young, he gets the blanks. Yeah. And sunshine setting over here ain't used to that. He's not to look at them first, you know. So I got up around here the Monday in the afternoon or something. I said, I'll hunt going. He said, Dad, uh, I, I don't want to hunt that dog anymore. And I said, What? Well, he said, he's got slick trees. And I told him, well, you just hunt whatever you want to hunt. Leave him to daddy. <laughs> went, down to, went down to Merchants, and I took him with me down there. Yeah. And uh, he would get some slicks now, but when he got one, you had to go get him. You know? Yeah. And, what, uh, uh, hey, Rob, what dog did you want to hunt instead of Sackett Jr. is what I want to know. I, I swapped him back for Sackett. Oh yeah, so your old Sackett was still still up and running pretty good then. Yeah, he, yeah. he was uh, he was dead accurate, outstanding mouth. He was a he was a real good hound. Yeah, I was I was like uh, 16, 17 and really liked to shoot stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. We 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 wasn't into training young dogs when we were sixteen or seventeen. <laughs> we, no. we wanted to just treat raccoons because, especially during coon season, I know when I was sixteen or seventeen, that's what paid a lot of my stuff. 
Yeah, exactly. It, it paid my beer bill most that, of the time. I yeah. don't know if that, that was you or not, but that, that's what it paid for well, me anyway. Back back when uh, a couple of years there when our coons was forty dollars out of the freezer, we had yeah. a good buyer. Then his oldest brother was the worst one of the bunch. <laughs> <laughs> When you cut him loose in the section, and we'd always have it. Chuck was usually the truck man. Yeah. And we run about 100 mile radius at home, but the rest of us would be dropped off in a section around, and he'd pick us up. And he had a dog off the Range Junior dog that was a wide hunt dog. So when he got treed, he'd stay, and when he'd go get him and, and pick up, drop off, and so on. Yeah. Uh, back to Sackett Junior, uh, when I went down to Merchants there, uh, well, the next spring we was went down and he called me. I said, "Yeah, we'll be down." We went down there and and uh, me and him had had a few talks and stuff. And you could put them trees in your pocket, Tim. Yeah. And uh, we went down there and and uh, that was a uh, in the spring. And the next year we went out to Texas. Me and Jim and Howard Winchell went out and hunted with Billy Lynn Ball and. And David Fletcher and and uh, uh, Kenny Richards lived on Merch had a dog called Warrior and him and Junior about stole the show out there. Uh, yeah, we got back to Jim's and Jess Dickerson called and uh, wanted to come out and breed Naylor's sister to him. Right. So uh, Jim had been uh, breeding Sackett down there, the old dog. And he, he uh, started missing. So he had, I forget how many repeats. And uh, so I just told him, I said, well, just if people want to breed the, the junior, they can. That's fine. Yeah. And just boom, boom, uh, them repeats is probably what put him on the road. Because yeah. uh, it just, from that day on, when them pups started hitting the ground, you could you could breed into anything and get tree dogs. You know? Yeah. What were you seeing? Uh, was it was it just that easy starting, uh, looking to get treed type dogs that he was throwing, you know, that were, I mean, because let's be honest, the, the dogs that have that tree in them genetically are easier to start. Uh, they, yeah, they are, they are easy. You, yeah. just, you just had to expose them. Right, right. And uh, it didn't matter what you bred. Uh, and, you know, I mean, he slept his mark as much on the Walker breed as any dog ever had. And he done it in only three and a half years. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, if he wouldn't have got killed or, uh, two weeks before <clears throat> or after his death was when we were supposed to start collecting him. Yeah. So, I mean, if, if a man had the sperm thing, the straws there today, uh, he wouldn't have to worry about a grocery bill. No, no, heavens no. I mean, you just look at what some of his pups that have been collected, uh, yeah. some what their straws are going for is insane. Yeah. But tell me about, and this may not be something you want to talk about, but uh, tell me about how he got killed and, and the dangers. I mean, anytime you turn a dog loose, anytime you have a dog even in a kennel or any, I mean, they're they're always at risk. Yeah. You know, so. Well, uh, the two guys that we've talked about, Ball and Merchant, Merchant's my type of person. Yeah. Uh, James Merchant, if you went there to see his stud dog go, 
he would absolutely turn him loose. I don't care what. You, you might bet. have to go get him. But now Jim would turn him loose. Yep. Timothy wouldn't. And I don't know how many sermons I've heard from Timothy about quit hunting my dog, you know. And yep. basically, uh, it was for Timothy's benefit. I quit because people, people always said, hey, one thing about him up there, he'll turn that dog loose. And, yep. and you know, Timothy was... Once again, there. So, uh, Don Hall in Indiana down there, a good friend of mine, they had Tom Lechner, and, and uh, there were some friends of theirs from Kentucky, and we bought, bought a dog called Style that we was hoping would be the outcross, but it, it didn't work out. But yeah. anyway, this guy wanted to breed a female, one female, a junior, and one female, a style. And he said, I'll meet you there at Don's. He was from Kentucky. He said, I'll meet you there at Don's at dark. Well, we got down there probably 30, 40 minutes before dark and had coffee with Don and him and Don's wife, which is a, she's a, she's a great lady too. And uh, the guys never showed up. Well, mm -hmm. we went hunting. We treated three or four cones, if I remember right, and it started snowing. In fact, we had snow up here, and that's one reason they wanted to meet down there. Yeah. And we got back there about midnight, loaded the truck, was, was heading home, and seen lights coming down the lane, uh, down the back end a little. And there was these guys from Kentucky just getting there. Yeah. So we bred both females, and the one guy said, uh, man, I'd give anything right off with that dog. I told him, just get your boots on. I said, we'll go turn loose for one comb, and then I said, we're heading north. So yeah. We went turn him him and tell Sackers, who's Rob's dog, and uh, turn him in a section, and the only car we heard or anything was that one. We was out in Amish country. Rob and him drove around there. He laid that car... That's how he got killed, right there. Yeah. And, you know, if the guys had been on time, uh, we'd have been on our way home, but that's, I'm a firm believer, uh, it's meant to happen, it's going to happen. How old was, how old was Sackett Jr. when he died? Seven. He was seven years old, so he had a good, yeah. at, at least two more years in the stud pen. Yeah. At least. Yeah. And, and then, Sackett Jr., uh, well, say I've never seen a dog you could. Somebody come, we'll say you pulled in to breed your female, and it was just the old dog would stand there, and you think he don't care nothing about a female. Yeah. Dip around, he'd hop up there and kind of look up in. You could guide him, breed the female, and a minute's time they was they was hung, and that was it. Yeah. And. uh the only other time I had him give me a dirty look was, I might not say that's because this guy's a good friend too, but uh, he come here to breed a female, means she's ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this thing was ugly. I looked at him and I said, sure, that ain't what he got to break. But it was. I walked in a tunnel and went, and uh, boy, she flagged heavy, and he looked up at me and said, hey. <laughs> 
Come on, boss. <laughs> no. <laughs> Give me a break, just yeah. once. <laughs> he, did you hunt him? That, did that, you hunt him after you read them females? That, that fellow's name was Lee Logan, and Lee's yep. a great guy. But uh, <laughs> that old female left. She desired something for lunch. Did the pups but turn I out? How, I, how I don't know. She wasn't a real good female. Yeah, I say, how'd the pups turn out of that cross? Do you remember? I don't think there was uh, anything strong Noriata, but he lived up there in Pennsylvania in Mons and a lot of. A lot of his stuff went to where it didn't get right. publicized too much either. Right. That's the one thing I want to ask you is you had a lot of success, and not just with Sackett Jr. You guys have had stud dogs before, after, since. You know, you've been in the stud dog business a bunch. You know, you and Rob both have, have had really good dogs that have thrown really good pups. And, you know, you're consistently, you guys consistently have one. I mean, since 70 to right now i assume you guys got something up there that's probably throwing pretty good pups what do you uh both of you what do you attribute that success to you know mostly you got to have what you start and if you if you like what you got when you start you got to stay with it yeah family wise you know i don't i don't like inbreeding but uh the family stuff i do i mean cousins uncles aunts grandparent here there mother ever like that and uh, so far uh we've been successful at it and uh probably like anybody else it's hard i haven't really found it yet uh a consistent outcross yeah basically the best luck i have is staying but i like a hard going dog and and some people will tell you, oh, he's got good dogs, but they trail too much. Well, yeah. if they can't trail on this river bottom down here, you ain't going to treat many cones. Yep. And I've had a lot of people come and, and this and that, and they'll say that. The dog won't leave the road when they hit that water. Yep. So, but uh, that's the type of dog takes suit me. And uh, uh, if you're going to try to suit everybody in the world, you're not going to be successful. you got to. You kind of get with something, and if it's working, you stick with it. Rob, what do you think about all that? I, pretty much just what he just said. Uh, I've pretty much always just tried to go along the lines of what do I like yep. and not settle, in, and it's worked out pretty good. Um, like Dad said, the stuff I like, some people hate. But other people's like other people likes it too. Yeah, I, and I, I've always said you got to please yourself first. Yeah, and like Dad said, uh, coon hunt this river bottoms. That's a primarily the only place I hunt anymore. And like he said, a dog's got to be able to trail, and it's got to be tough and wide going to to work down there. And uh, you know what what that does is by having something there, it it helps other people in the breed who maybe are looking for a little more trail than what they've got, you know? Yeah. Take, take something that's a little bit heavy on the tree and you can come back to some of the old trailing type dogs. Yeah. Uh, one thing I want to touch on and some of the traits that, you know, cause we've been in this for a while too, you know, since, uh, you know, I've been hunting since 85, 
uh been competition hunting since 2000 so you know i got 20 years in that but i want to talk about what i've noticed about sackett jr stuff and what your guys' stuff has passed on down the line and I, it's focus uh i know we put dogs under a lot of pressure especially hauling them up and down the road in these money hunts every week and it seems like especially back in the early 2000s when sackett jr was hot and all these dogs were coming out and they were they were just focused on tree and coons they didn't care kind of what was going on around them. The pressure didn't bother them as much. They were just, they liked tree and coons, and that's what they done. And if they got beat, it was because something was just better at tree and coons than them. It wasn't because of some outside reason. Is that something that you guys noticed in this line of dogs? Yeah. Yeah, they, uh, um, they're great buddies around you during the day, but when you take the leash off from them at night, they they're pretty one track minded, you know. Yeah. Frank, did you uh, notice that was Sackett Junior like that? I mean, because you're talking about you you mentioned that he he was kind of weird around females. He would breed them, and he would everything was great and stuff. But the dog probably wanted to just go hunting. And yeah, so, he uh, uh, you could you, you could breed a female and take him and the female right hunting if you wanted to. Yeah. And I mean, he, he was, uh, never had a problem getting any bread and none of that kind of stuff. But, no, uh, <clears throat> he wasn't, a well, he was a merchant <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, he, he, uh, you know, a female coming in season or whatever, if you will say, you called me and said, I'd like to see junior goal, but. I like to hunt my female, but she, she just started bleeding three or four days ago. I tell her, hell, if you want to hunt her, well, then bring you, you can hunt yeah. her, well, you won't hunt her. Yeah. And uh, if they were, if they were coming, they were ready to breed, he just bred them with no problem. And, and, uh, 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 the dog we got here, uh, the sun dog now, I mean, uh, he's crazy over female. Yeah. Yeah, all the we had Skipper and Skipper was crazy over female. Skipper's pups were crazy over female. Yeah, you know it was just some dogs seemed like they're focused on coons. Some were focused on whatever was in front of them that would take their mind off coons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and so Sackett, we we've talked about the success that Junior had, and Sackett and and others, but I want to touch on Rat Attack while I got you guys here. Now, Rat, uh, I don't think that maybe with the money hunts like they are today and people still having semen stored on like Zeb 3 and some of these other dogs like that, but as far as on the PKC side, what Sackett Jr. has done as far as winning is unreal. Uh, now, Sackett is pretty controversial, or uh, Rat Attack is pretty controversial. He gets he gets some grief, too. Now, I've, I've been a fan of rat dogs if they're trained right and hunted right and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But uh, what do you think, you know, that's that's a pup out of Sackett Jr. that was one of the most dominant reproducers as well. Uh, do you guys have any familiarity? I know Buzz had him and, and Kevin and all that stuff, you know, but I, I, the history of rat attack, you guys, I assume know it pretty well. I mean, that's one of the, one of the top reproducers in the world and he's out of your stuff. Yeah. Well, no doubt about it. Them guys, all good guys and, and so on. Heavy advertisers and, uh, pushers and a lot of different handlers put on, you know, on dogs and yep. off a rat and, uh, 
known fact. He stole a lot of good dogs, stole a lot of too much street dogs. Yeah. And, uh, uh, but I, I hunted with dogs off a route that was dead accurate. Yeah. But I've also hunted the other part too. Right. And, uh, uh, Timothy Ball, <clears throat> as far as I'm concerned, when he bred rat sisters to area, the, the new hairy dog there, that's when he started putting some winners on the ground. Yep. Yep. I agree. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, but, uh, yeah, right at that, uh, suppressed Junior, but he was bred, I guess, till he went sterile, and, uh, the old dog, he done in three and a half years, would have took him 10 to 12, 15 years to do. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I've got nothing but respect for the dog, because, uh, he helped a walker breed. I don't think he, to my personal opinion, I don't think he helped it as much as his daddy did. Right. But uh, that's just my own opinion. You know? Well, I mean, it was just in June of last year that I drew a rat attack dog. You know, I drew, I drew Kurt, who was hunting Whitey, who's direct off rat attack. And so those dogs are still out there putting numbers up where yeah. Sack yeah, Jr. Did. Uh, he didn't yeah. have that opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, them guys... Uh, all kind of semen collected and all that. So, yeah, uh, the dog actually will be around for for quite a while yet, for a long time. Right, back. right, and even just grand pups. You know, and, uh, there's going to be a lot of rat grand pups around yeah, the, for the yeah, next for the next ten years. Yeah, yeah, and uh, the uh, I've never had a dog collected except some. And, right. Uh, Randy Smith got some semen off him, and he wanted a boy out, uh, Tim Chase out west, and Brandon mm -hmm. just took him in. But, uh, you know, boy hunts with us a lot. He's, he handles son on a lot of hunts, Doug McCombs. And, yeah. Uh, uh, he, he's a uh, good handler, and, and uh, actually, Brandon wanted DJ to hunt the dog when he was like a year old or something like that. And he brought him up. DJ called me and didn't think much of him. And Brandon wanted me to take half, half interest in him, and I kind of turned that down. And he called me again, so I said, well, I'll bring him up there and hunt him a bit. Yeah. I, I brought him up there and put him in the river bottom. And, and uh, oh, a couple, three months went by, and Brent, uh Doug called me and he said, I'm going to go down there to hunt with Brandon. You want to go? And I said, yeah, I'll go with you. So after about the third or fourth coon there, Doug told me, uh, how about me handling that dog in the hunt? So I told him, that's fine with me. If it is with Brandon, go ahead. So, yeah. Well, so, so he basically, uh, he, he basically handled the dog a lot. In, hunt. in fact, from that time on, pretty well. Handling him in all of them. Yeah. And um, we've got a dog together off him now. This five years old that's titled out and all. And uh, he's off of a son and a track man female. We're talking about, we've talked about the, and you, you just brought this up, what you have now. We've talked about the days of yore and junior and rat and, and ring and all these dogs and old sacket. So what do you guys, uh, 
Frank and Rob, what do you guys both got in the works at the moment? You got any young dogs? You just got older dogs? What are you guys hunting? Uh, I've got a two-year-old dog and uh, the five-year-old dog I just told about. Uh, Rob's got, if you're counting coontails in rough country, Rob's hunting the best female I know of. Really? What's she, what's she out of? Old dogs. Yeah. Yeah. She goes, she uh, goes all the way back to old towel ringing them. Really? But she, yeah, she's got uh, a little bit of everything. Yeah. I mean, she's mojo on the bottom, goes back to a uh, old towel, which puts her about as close to old Rock River ring as anything living now. Yeah. I want to talk, I want to talk about tail, Rob, because uh, Shannon Tabor which is a name I never dreamed I'd mention on this podcast. <laughs> but he's a gentleman in Arkansas. He had a female. I believe she was out of tail sacket. Yes, sir. That uh, he was really high on, and you hear tail. And tail never bred as many females as Junior or or some of the other dogs you guys had, but he, was, he reproduced pretty dominantly, too. It just seemed he, like he didn't quite get the exposure. Am I wrong there? Or? No, I, he threw really good reproducing females yeah yeah um the males off from him they, they were all right but the females stood out right and i think tell was just a product of his time yeah. um i think because junior passed away and tell had never bred a female and he was uh he was over two years old and never bred a female then rat caught on right there right and then on our own personal side, uh, just about the time Tell was starting to breed females, Cord showed up. Right. And Cord was a flashy devil. I mean, outstanding reproducer. Yeah. yeah. If, if you looked at the two of them and listened to them tree and all that, it, it was pretty obvious why Tell wasn't breeding a lot of females. But, right. um, yeah, I liked what he threw. They suited me pretty good. Yeah, I see you still see him pop up in some pedigrees, you know, here and there, and it's of dogs that are winning big and dogs that are doing well. And, you know, That's you, right. he would just came, he see, yeah, he, like you said, he just came around, Cord was there, Rat was there, and, you know, those were the two that were being promoted the heaviest, so that's kind of what got bred to instead of tail. Yeah. yeah, and that's what I love about this female, uh, actually how I ended up with her, she she's a granddaughter to hotel yeah i'm sorry a great granddaughter and that perked my interest and the boy brought her down for us to try and she looked dumb as hell that night yeah. but everything she looked dumb as hell doing was the same stuff that tell looked dumb as hell doing when he was yeah you know 12 13 months old wanting to trail too much yep. not yep. bad dogs stuff like that good houndman good houndsman can see past that stuff yeah. You know what I mean? I It just seems like we, uh, I'm going to bring this up now, but we hunted last night. Uh, we've got a little female that is a good bred dog. Actually, she goes back to Rat and goes back to Sackett Jr. Uh, she's six years old, and she's a dog that, that she's looking to get treed, but she's pretty accurate. You know, she's not a trailing type dog, but last night she stayed on the ground for an hour and 50 minutes, and I finally caught her crossing the road. But you can see, you know, flashes and things and stuff that she does, and it goes back to this or it goes back to that. And so the dumb, the dumb stuff they do kind of gets, you know, you understand it, you know, just like, yeah. just like that female, I assume. Yeah. And I'm, uh, 
the cord and tail cross back and forth was all standing crosses. Really? Yeah. And uh, that worked out extremely well. Yeah. And real tell only, I don't think tell through uh, maybe 360 some pups. Yeah, I knew, really it yeah I knew tell didn't have a bunch of pups. And it really, it wouldn't have been that many, but I sent him down to Glenn Young's down there in Arkansas for a yeah. winter and he bred several females there. I believe that's now, probably where Shannon, you know, got his stuff yep. from. Yep. Yep. That was Sandy. Yep. yep. I've had, I've heard a lot of guys tell me that was the best dog in Arkansas. That Sandy bitch. Well, when you hear Shannon talk about her, you'd think she was the best dog that ever breathed air. <laughs> he was proud of her. He was. He, uh, Shannon's, go Shannon's goofy, but he loves dogs and he loves coot hunting, and that's usually enough yeah. for me. I, that don't one, bother me too bad. One thing about Shannon, if he had a Pepsi in hand, it was the best Pepsi they ever made. <laughs> <laughs> and now, he was a great guy, yeah. you know, and he was a hunter. Yeah, now, by all about. accounts, they said he was great with pups. They said yeah. Shannon, Shannon was great with young dogs, and there's not very many of those. No, no, he was amazingly patient with a young dog. Uh, All right. You know, where you or I may want to, I don't know, take the wife out to get a pizza, Shannon, and just, well, I got this nine-week-old pup. I think I'm going to walk it back through the woods. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and he, he, uh, he's... Must be kinned up here a little bit because he didn't turn them dogs in no picnic. <laughs> no, no, it's rough down there. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. I, You know, if there's anything else you guys want to mention, I would love to hear it. Uh, we've hit, you know, about the hour mark, but I, I can go for four hours with you. I love hearing about this stuff. I love hearing about the old dogs. Uh, we love hearing about all this stuff, but if there's anything else you guys want to add, you know, feel free to add it. it. It's been great. You guys are legends of the sport and we really appreciate you being on here. So if there's anything else you guys want to put in here, I'd appreciate hearing it. Well, I'd like to mention a couple of names. Ben Crocker over each of us. Uh, yes, sir. Ben's a good guy. He's, he's started off pretty well cord and tell. And yep. As flash female, I had a lot of respect for, and they put her and her sorry old court went into the Hall of Fame at Walker Days the same day. Yeah, and I don't think that ever been done in history. No, that but, quick flash well, was a special dog. Yeah, the keeper brothers Ron and Larry down south of us, they've always worked around, and, and like I say, Doug Doug McCombs is uh, out a lot earlier, and. and uh, uh, but, and oh, Alan Snedeker down there too. He helped promote. He was kind of Junior's PR man back in those days. Yep. Yeah, people want to get you get up there and all that. I just tell Alan, you take care of it. Yep. You like to get up there and get on that thing. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but there's been a lot of people through. We met a lot of great people through it. Had a lot of great people here. And like I say, I'm blessed with. The wife I got, she sat there and gave me a little smirk. Maybe I'll even get supper tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but as far as me personally goes, I enjoy talking with you. And, and, uh, uh, Thank you. i tell you what, fellas. Uh, I've always had a lot of respect for you. 
you know, we've always hunted nailer dogs. And, and I'm one thing, let's touch on that right before we quit. Uh, nailer dogs, Sackett Junior dogs, they come around right at the same time. You know, it's, oh, I it's, loved it, man. Oh, it was just kind of like the friendliest rivalry in the world, but it was still a rivalry. Yes, you know? I've it, told people that a hundred times. Yes. That's the biggest difference between now and back then. There's no rivalries anymore. No, I mean, there is, there's, there's nothing like that. I mean, it's it, it was the Michigan-Ohio State of coon hunting. Yeah. And you everybody was cordial. Everybody was nice. But in the background, yeah. everyone like us, and me, me included, that had nailer dogs, you know, we wanted to beat the guys with Sackett Junior dogs. And here we are. We've got both now, you know, and, and we're kind of over it. But it was, it was kind of a rivalry back in the day. Well, I had a lot of respect for Justin. Mm-hmm. And Russ, I mean, they, they, uh, they was always gentlemen around any time, and any time you see them, uh, if I see them, you walk across the fairground, shake hands with each other, whatever. And yep. I mean, they, I had a lot of respect for them that way, and there was no, no belligerency about them at all. It was just, uh, we've got what you got, we like what we got, right. I know you like what you got, and, uh, between the two of us, I got no problem whatsoever with having Naylor in a pedigree. Right. And obviously, Jess that feels the same way. He's got Sackett Jr. in his pedigrees as well with yeah. dogs he's had in the past and stuff. Yeah. But it was it, uh, they, it was just yeah. it was awesome because and it wasn't so much Frank versus Jess as it was the guys that were handling Naylor dogs and the guys that were handling Sackett Jr. dogs. Yeah. I don't yeah. think. You know, it wasn't, it was, and like I said, it wasn't personal. It was, it was the friendliest rivalry on the planet, but it was still there. And I thought it was just fantastic, you know, for everybody involved. Well, that, that type of stuff is what makes anything work out good. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, if people call me and, and they say, this is the type of female I got, and this is what she's off of. What do you think about crosser in a nailer stock? If I thought it worked for them, I'd absolutely tell them, hey, I think it'll work great. Yeah. If I thought they had too much free dog wrapping up in there, uh, I'd also tell them that. But, yeah. but, uh, uh, but I remember uh, back at Walker days, uh, Jess's brother Charlie was on the Mabel. <laughs> <laughs> I had a female uh, listen called, to good we All right, Daisy. I want to hear it. And uh, man, it was uh, it was like the peak of the rivalry to me. You know, I've yeah. dad's son, Charlie's Jess's brother. He's got a ex's sister. I got a damn good female off from Old Talk. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean. Those two just put it on each other all night long, and it was it was a riot, yeah. you know. Like you said, it was. I, I love coon hunting, and I still like the competition hunt some, but it, it's not like it was back then. No, no, it's not. And you couldn't you couldn't beat Justin Brother Charlie either. He was the case. <laughs> I need to get with Charlie now. Me and Jess are good friends. I was actually supposed to record a podcast for Houndsman XP uh, with Jess yesterday. But like Jess does, he waited <laughs> He waited until about an hour and ten minutes before I was supposed to get down to his house. 
And he called me and wanted to do it at a truck stop in the parking lot. And I said, Jess, that's not how this works. <laughs> and I love Jess like a brother, but you know how Jess is just as well as I do. And so I really, I thought I was going to get Jess Dickerson and Frank and Rob Giddings back to back, but it didn't work out that way. But I'm going to get with Jess next weekend, so it's going to be good. But yeah, it was, it was great. I, I think it was great for the sport. And if social media would have been as big as it is now, I think it would. Oh, have, I think it would have just been huge. It had just exploded because yeah. there's not two dominant stud dogs now. The the stud dog world has changed. Uh, it's not well, the same as it used to be. You know, it's just I, it's just a little different. I think. Yeah, I think that's because dogs like Naylor and Junior did their job. You know. Yeah, I agree. I agree. They uh, all. Uh, Mabel and, well, uh, Daisy there that Rob was on, you could train pups with her, but they better not put no teeth in her. That's right. Mabel, and I like Mabel. <laughs> yeah. I like the X better than Mabel, but Mabel was a little rough at times. Time that cast, and over and Rob come in, I told him, I'll go. He said, Charlie won the cast on the last goal, but we had a great hunt. He got yeah. her out of the box, and I thought he had a Red Bull. <laughs> 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 What the hell happened to her? Oh. Says, we had a little bit of a problem. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jess was there and Charlie was there, walked by and, and uh, Jess said, I'll recall. And he said, You need to buy that female right there. And he said, Why? And her and old Mabel made five trees or whatever it was that Mabel couldn't put her off. <laughs> you know. You know how Charlie talks there. We made yep. that first treaty and they made it together. Right. And we, we walked in there and it, it was pretty obvious. Some stuff was going down when yep. we were on the way in there, you know. And we get there and Mabel's got her ear cut. And I'm going, oh, man, you know how it is. Yep. Oh, I do. man. Charlie looks down at her and goes, it's a long way from her heart. And I was like, oh, this is, yeah. <laughs> I like this dude. <laughs> I'm going to tell you a story about Jess before I get Jess on the podcast. Um, and this I, this is all hearsay, but it's been hearsay from people that I rely on and, and count on to be the truth. But Jace, Jess was hunting Tall Timber Little X, and and my brother was hunting Fistful of Dollars, which is a really good was a really good dog too. That's a dog I finished a gold champion and, and was a nice dog too, but he was a little rough. And uh, they drew a dog over at the Bear Creek Classic called Night Train. And uh, first tree, little X, dollar, train, all in the same tree. And I mean, it comes into a war. I mean, an absolute bloodbath dogfight. And uh, X is treeing, dollar's treeing, and this train dog's treeing. And pretty soon X shuts up after a dogfight, and it's just dollar. And then pretty soon nothing's barking but you can hear the dog fight and my brother was hunting in this cast and he says jess what do you think's going on and he said well jeremy he goes i think uh he's done killed mine and he's working on yours <laughs> <laughs> and and no lie they get to this tree uh x is he's hiding in the weeds he's cut up uh dollar has got his uh nameplate pinch shut where the dog had bit him on the collar and he can't breathe. And so he's laying in the weeds and they get him 
kind of resuscitated and trained. He's still treeing. And Jess looks over at the handler of training and says, how much you want for that one? <laughs> <laughs> and Jess, Jess buys that dog, and that, that was that. <laughs> so, yeah, there's been, there's been some crazy times in this sport. and We've, had, we've had met great people, and I know you guys are just like me, and we appreciate what we've got and, and the people that we've met through this. And uh, Frank and Rob, I really appreciate you guys sitting down with me. I really want to do it again, but next time, let's do it in person. I'll drive up to Michigan. You talked about these uh, northern Michigan hunters. My family's from Pelston, right there south of the bridge. Oh, perfect. Yeah. 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 You so know what I'm talking about. Yep. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. We were a little rough. <laughs> <laughs> and so we'll get up there i'll be able to visit some of my aunts uncles cousins etc and maybe i can swing over with you guys and go hunting one night and we can do this again in person uh, you're, you're welcome anytime i sure appreciate it fellas and I, I like i said i appreciate you joining us uh both of you are a wealth of knowledge and the background and and some of the stuff that you guys do have done with these dogs is very impressive and i just want to thank you again uh, for being giving me this opportunity to talk to you really enjoyed it man i did too frank rob uh i'm gonna go ahead and push this stop button and we will get this wrapped up and like i said let's do it again uh this is josh michaelis with the fuel by joy podcast and thank you ladies and gentlemen very much for listening Wow, what uh, what an amazing time. Uh, what a joy it was and a privilege it was to sit down with Frank and Rob. And uh, I hope you guys liked it because I had a fantastic time bringing it to you. Uh, like I said, that is kind of uh, my area of interest, you know, with the hounds. And, of course, with a name like, like Frank. And, you know, it was it was just a joy. It was a real pleasure and a real honor. Uh, I'd like to thank you guys for listening. Uh, we've got a lot of things in store uh, coming up for the Fuel by Joy podcast. And so uh, we're really excited about it. We're really excited to bring it to you. And like I said, uh, just stay tuned every week. We're hoping to bring you this, you know, things like this consistently. And we hope it's something that, you know, is going to help bring light to these working dogs and to these amazing handlers and owners and trainers and things like that. So, like I said, Really, really, really uh, appreciate all our customers, all our fans, all our listeners, and all the messages that we've been getting uh, over the podcast. So uh, stay tuned next week and enjoy. Oh